Hey everyone, I'm back today. I'm not happy with my episode from last night. I thought I deleted it. It didn't delete. And I literally deleted it, but it didn't work. So I'm thinking I'm just going to leave it. Um, It was a total uh, just, you know, Mercury being on its last day in shadow expression. (laughs) I kept saying everything completely off, weird, wrong, and then getting like super phlegmy and gross towards the end. I'm really sorry about that. What are you going to do? You know what? (laughs) Even design, I'm a 3-6 and sometimes just like posting things even though they're not perfect and just like being okay with being out in the world and not creating perfect content is a part of that. It just it it allows it allows people to kind of just not be so stressed out and so like stiff with the things that they do and how they show up in the world and allowing themselves just to be human and that's usually like what I've been kind of low key doing for like the longest time ever ever since I started on Instagram. Anyway, I wanted to talk about the importance of Aries some more. And last night is in last night's episode, I talked about how it's the source and of creation. It is literally the energy of creation. It's a source of creation. It's a spark of vitality and life force. Aries is the big bang energy that started it all. It's the energy that heals, that is thriving, that is just super lively. Have you ever met that one person? Is seen that one person had that one person in your life that just instantly like lifts the energy of the space that they're in and they just have so much vitality within them they just make everything come to life get everybody excited about life get everybody excited about whatever it is that they're doing or saying or just like clear the cobwebs by entering a certain space like all these just situate all of the bullcrap that's a manifestation of Aries and a healthy Mars energy where they just singe away all the stagnation and bullshit. <laughs> they are so full of vitality. They're, you know, just really just this huge life force energy. And anybody who even has Mars in their first house, you might notice these trends in your life where anytime you start to like something shortly after, it becomes a very popular thing. Um, that's very much so the case when it comes to Mars first house, Aries energy, being Mars dominant. Um, some more times than not, because um, it is that big bang energy. It's it's like what you start when you move, the Earth moves, the world moves, and um, so yeah. I want to talk about the importance of all that on top of everything else that I've already talked about. You know, it being the first nakshatra of the wheel is a shwini, and that's a divine nakshatra. You know, trying to dismantle these ideas and notions that Aries is an an uninvolved uninvolved sign. I kept saying. Uh, not uninvolved. I don't know why that kept coming out of my mouth. Oh my gosh. Um, it is a very evolved, very important, poignant, basic, it's number one energy that is the most vital because it's the energy of vitality, like I said. Um, so wherever you have Mars and wherever you have Aries in your chart, this is where you find your vitality in life. Uh, this is how you take yourself back 
and make yourself strong within yourself. This is how you become fearless in life. This is how you over overcome your struggles and your burdens. Uh, this is how you singe away all the bullshit. <laughs> um, you know, and it's how how you can really like help yourself get through the hardest of times. You know, fire is fire just in general, not only in Aries. Fire in general and the signs related to fire generally are the signs that keep us healthy and strong and vital in life. And whenever fire is low is usually when bullshit creeps in. (laughs) And when you think about 2020, when did the biggest bullshit creep in? When fire was out. Um, I know that happened to me. I remember looking at my chart and being like, oh my god, there's no fire. (laughs) When all this was happening, I'm like, is this why I feel this way? You know, and I've definitely realized as somebody who in Vedic astrology has their North Node in Aries and Rashi chart, the importance of Aries, the importance of fire, the importance of your ego as well um, as a Leo rising in in just Western astrology, um, the importance of these things and how much they just really make or break your life and um, how certain spiritual philosophies can really hinder our well-being, really hinder our lives, really hinder our mental health, uh, really allow room for a lot of horrible things that do not help us, but hinder us. Um, you know, and that can look different depending on who that person is, what, you know, what is it they're learning and growing from life, what elements reside within them, what element do they need to be embracing, what elements are they learning from and how to stabilize those elements, um, so on and so forth, right? And something that came through after I posted my episode yesterday was a lot of insight about Chiron, because I was wondering, you know, why did why was I just all of a sudden started talking about Aries? And I have been talking about Aries for like the longest time ever, ever since 2020, um, talking about the importance of Aries because it helps to balance out this idea and notion that people have about the age of Aquarius, and um, which is leading to um, not good things <laughs> that people are thinking are good things, not realizing the the bad that's behind these supposedly good things, the things that sound good, the things that on paper are like, wow, yeah, everybody wants that, but are not reality and are actually not good. You know, Aries, because it's the back to basics foundational essence of life and the foundational understanding of what it takes to survive, to be healthy, to thrive, um, you know, is is being contradicted by this energy when you can realize it when you can realize that anytime something is contradicting the essence of the importance of of the self of the ego of um having material substances and sustenance um really uh is dehumanizing you and uh crippling you and making you you know decline the cat it's declining and, and pulling the teeth out of the lion. Um, and especially if you're a fire rising, this is something you need to remember and to take into account. I'm not, I don't want to demonize and villainize uh, religious and spiritual philosophies that talk about, you know, the importance of understanding what's beyond the physical and material. Because like I said, everybody has their own lessons and things that they need to be learning. Some people 
are needing to understand and learn and feel and experience the importance of everything outside of the physical realm. Some people are needing to learn the opposite of that and the importance of the opposite of that. And then also everything in between. I've gone through both spectrums, both sides, and now I'm I'm a very balanced person because I've been on both ends of the stream. And that's usually how things work. We go from one extreme to the other extreme to find balance, to to get into the center. It's like that little thing, those little balls that (laughs) that are on desks, those little silver balls where you pick one up and you drop it and it hits and it reverberates and, and the ball on the other end of the line goes out and then it goes back and forth back and forth and then it it just stands still in the middle that's what i'm talking about (laughs) um anyway chiron is you know the wounded healer we all know about chiron being the wounded healer those of us who are into astrology and um i've i've struggled with like, okay, so what what is it that I really need to be doing with my Chiron? Like, how do I really need to be looking at my Chiron? And what is it that I can do to help myself with my Chiron? And um, it, it dawned on me because of everything that's been going on and how vital Aries energy is and how it seems to be lacking from like the the world at large or what's been trying to be robbed of us. Um, you know, this has all been going on when Chiron was in Aries, right? So when whenever you have Chiron transiting or in your natal chart, it's an energy that has been stripped from you and is trying to be stripped from you um, and evaded from you. And it's an energy that it's good to reach for. It's an energy that helps you when you engage in that energy, helps you function better. And so, you know, the more you can engage the Mars in you, the more you can engage the fire within you, the more you can engage being empowered and sovereign and fearless and trusting your instincts, trusting your guts. It's an instinctual sign like I talked about last night. Same thing with Scorpio. They are both traditionally ruled by Mars. It's an intuitive instinctual sign. Understanding that you do not need to have philosophy when you have strong instincts. Sometimes philosophy can talk you out of doing what's actually right because your mind can't wrap around the reason as to why you need to be doing that thing. So you stop yourself from doing the thing even though you know you need to and want to do it. <laughs> because you you can't because it doesn't align with what other whatever philosophy you cho- you chose to follow or because philosophically and idealistically specifically idealistically does not make sense through this like little pigeonhole um that was created for you or that you chose to take on because it felt good to you at the time and regardless of whatever <laughs> you know perspective you chose to take on because it felt good to you you know that was a learning lesson and expansion for yourself right and like i say always is that philosophy is um is is a tool basically that allows you to function better in life and it's not always going to always make sense and be correct as pertaining to everything that's always going on at all times there's different perspectives different energy signatures that follow those perspectives that help you move through different parts and even like in different facets of your life not even a different phase but different parts of your life there's a different philosophy that's gonna help you through this one facet of your life well that philosophy is not gonna help you through a different facet of your life like you're probably not gonna be using the same philosophy you have for dating 
that you, you know, with your family or like with your children or, you know, like, or with business necessarily. Some people do, but honestly, usually those people don't really think too much. And I think, I think too much, I think too much. <laughs> Therefore, I understand this. Um, no, but again, that also depends on what your personal journey in life is, right? And what it is that you're learning and meant to experience from. Some of us are having these conundrums where things are just not aligning anywhere, but you're having to learn to be very flexible and understand that different things work in different spaces and understanding and remembering how different things are appropriate for different scenarios while others are uh, learning to be a little bit more like uh, general, more general and more broad spectrum and everything in between, obviously, as well, when you're moving through life. It's not always going to be uh, one way or another, honestly. So, um, yeah. Chiron is the energy that we want to be embracing and learning what it's really about. And helping ourselves embody that energy. And it's really nice because the North Node is in Taurus now. South Node is in Scorpio. So there, for a lot of us, especially those of us who have a South Node Scorpio natively like I do, uh, we understand that Martian energy of needing to take care of your needs and needing to think of yourself and what it is that you need. Scorpio understands it in the way that it easily gives itself awake entirely or not at all. Right, and a lot of times it's giving itself entirely into whatever it is that they're doing. So understanding the need to like pull back and be more selfish is something that is a dance for Scorpio a lot of times, especially with the South Node and the North Node being in Taurus, because Taurus is the second house. So Aries and Taurus are the most primal, most I don't even want to say primal, primal in the sense of like the most um, fundamental, right? primary, fundamental. Primary really means fundamental areas of life that if you do not remember and have down pat, everything else suffers, right? Everything else suffers. You need to have one and two to have three, four, five, six, seven. You definitely have to have one to have seven. And, um, you know, you can have seven, but if you have seven and you don't have one, then you don't have yourself. You're gone. And that was a rhyme. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, it's, you know, basic needs, basics, getting down to basics, uh, getting out of your head and into your body, Scorpio and Taurus, as well as Aries, like not just Aries and and Scorpio, but Taurus as well is a very sensual in the body. It's an earth sign. It's more instinctual as well. Earth and fire are more instinctual. Air uh, is more intellectual. Water is more emotional and subjective. And um, so we're learning to be less subjective, more objective still, continuing on to be more objective, yet grounded and stable and, and aware and taking care of the self with love. Learning to love on ourselves, learning to nurture ourselves, learning to have boundaries that respect ourselves, learning self-respect, remembering and learning our self-worth, understanding the importance of loving yourself, imperfections and all, and how nobody is perfect 
but you're still worthy of love and respect and self-worth, um, whether you're perfect or not. Um, and, you know, just understanding the nuance of like human nature and human behavior and how we are and how things are really without judging yourself, without this like, um, you know, pious kind of like puritanical mindset, but just like truly honoring human nature and who you are as a human being, understanding that everybody has good, dark and light. Everybody has all sorts of facets to them that make them the animal that they are in this life that they're you know here to experience being and to learn and grow from and just have this human experience and um none of it is really good and bad or bad um obviously nuance again <laughs> want to touch on nuance again People are having a very hard time with nuance these days, even though we're already out <laughs> of Gemini North Node. Um, you know, anytime we're like in the in the heavens, you know, it's it's harder with nuance sometimes, um, especially when it's being birthed, right? The age of Aquarius is being birthed. So it's a baby stage of Aquarius and nuance is an issue here with these higher signs because they do not see the details. They can tend to paint with a broad brush. And when you paint with a broad brush, you're actually not thinking broadly, right? You need to have both in balance to actually be thinking broadly. So objectivity is important, not just subjectivity. And broad spectrum is as important as micro spectrum. And even still, that perspective is going to be completely uniquely onto you and for you to honor and carry and live with and move through as much as anybody else's is obviously nuance <laughs> um and so yeah honor the fire honor the beautiful martian energy no aries is not unevolved it's it's a very primary most fundamental the source of all life the vital life force of of everything the source of creation is represented by aries and um, there's no sign that's more evolved than any other sign. So I'm sorry, Pisces and Sagittarius. I know you guys get your ass kissed a lot through astrology readings. But you're nothing special. Everybody's really special. Um, you just have different um, you know, perspectives sometimes because the planets that rule you, the way you, you view life can be more optimistic. Um, but that doesn't make you better than other people, right? And vice versa. Nobody is really, like, you know, more involved than anyone else. We're all learning and growing through life in our own ways. You can learn from anybody that you meet. You will learn something from them. There's something that they know more than you know. And um, when we look at astrology in this very dualistic linear way, we're really feeding into, you know, people just being very... Um, discriminatory, very dualistic, very like uh, <laughs> hierarchical, which within itself is also very important, right? Again, nuanced. It's very hard to talk about these things because it's like, okay, where where, where does that even go? Because um, those things are, hierarchy is important. It's a natural balance of life and so on and so forth, if that makes sense. But, you know, when it comes to interacting with people and how we view ourselves and others it's always good to, to understand the perspective in highest and micro where um there really is no above or below 
is just what you're experiencing in life and you know these these materialistic things don't mean anything at the end of the day um really I mean they do but they don't you know so it's all important it's all necessary it's all something that helps us live our lives the best you know like how we're feeling within ourselves how we're choosing to see the world how we're nurturing ourselves how we're being able to provide for ourselves um you know being able to have sustenance physically so on and so forth being able to enjoy life enjoy life's pleasures um enjoy have bounty um being abundant um everybody's deserving of that you know and the more you can embrace yourself fully for who you are and understand why you make choices that do not help you so that you don't have to make them again or you know how to work through them better when you do make those negative choices or have those negative encounters so that you can really thrive through life is what really matters at the end of the day. All of these philosophical ideas and notions, even what I've just spoke about, <laughs> spoke about really doesn't matter. What matters is that you know who you are you know what helps you live your best life. You know what makes you happy. You know what helps you feel really balanced and nourished and grounded and centered within yourself. You know what helps you function through life in your most best way where you're feeling very strong and healthy and grounded and uplifted and excited and just simply relaxed and enjoying life. Um, you know, You know what those things are for you. And if you don't, start exploring that and implementing that. And like I said last night, there's a lot of cardinal energy right now, which can really help you to, and especially since Mercury is out of shadow, it's really a good time to like allow yourself to really, to start taking action on the things that are going to help you live your best life, that are going to help you overcome whatever struggles you've been dealing with, um, that are going to help you really get your stuff together and create a beautiful structured life for yourself. A lot of us, especially Leo Rising, is because it's Capricorns are sixth house. Um, and I know I've been experiencing this. Um, you know, it's it's building this uh new foundation and structure for ourselves within our lives to really take it to the next level for ourselves and our own personal experience. And whether you're Leo Rising or not, that's something if it rings a bell, you know, this is the perfect time to start building that structure, that um, you know, foundational structure to create the life that you really want right now. You have all of the energy you could ever want and need backing you up more so than any other time. Um, you know, and that's going to be different for everyone, but if this is ringing your bell, then, you know, this is ringing your bell to like just start doing the things, the little things, the little things matter. The tiny little things that you do every day help build that structural foundation that help you feel your best, that give you the life and the energy that you really need and want. So, um, and yeah, just start there and, you know, asking yourself, like I said last night, asking yourself, what is it that I can do to help myself start to get unstuck? What is it that I can start to do that's going to help me uh, just really elevate my life and be, and for me to be where I need to be, that's really fair, good and healthy and sustainable. For me, that's going to allow me to live in happiness and joy and abundance and excitement. That's going to help me to nourish and love on myself and the people around me. Um, that's going to help me meet people that are more aligned with me, that are, that feel good, that would be the best people for me to be around, and so on and so forth. 
you know, and then allowing your actions to take you there and just knowing that they're taking you there, allowing yourself to believe that they're taking you there, allowing yourself to get in that inspirational space in your mind and doing the things that help you do that. And if you don't know what those things are, ask yourself what they could be and and like just start trying and moving towards that because you will get there. But you just have to start, right? Cardinal energy. You just have to start and you don't have to be perfect and you might fail and that's okay. That's a part of getting there. Failure is not failure. It's it's really just a part of getting to where you want to be is falling down. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. You're not going to be perfect. You're never really going to be ready. You just have to know when to start and just start. Just start. Just start. And it doesn't even have to be, you don't even have to have anything specific in mind. Just what is it that's weighing on you right now that you really want to take care of? That's, you know, bringing it back down to the basics of of Taurus in the second house. What is it that's weighing you down that you can take care of that's going to help you with your sense of, of self and self-worth and uh, strengthen in your core? You know, and just starting there and then build a castle up from there. You know, taking action on those little things that are bothering you. Anyway... That's it for tonight. I will see you guys very soon. I love you all very much. I hope you're having a beautiful evening, morning, or day. And I'll talk to you soon. One love.